Hello everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Rodney Reviews. It's been it's been a minute since I did one of these, about two months exactly. I think the last one I did was for Candyman and Malignant. I'm I'm terrible at this. I'm trying to be more consistent, but welcome back. Ooh, and yeah. We got we got a good one today. We got a good one. Well on today's episode, we're going to talk about it's not a title already. We have read the title already. We're gonna talk. We're gonna do a review for the movie Halloween Kills, the new movie by I can't remember the guy who directed David Gordon Green. That's his name. That was his name. He wrote and directed, I believe. Yes, but this is the Halloween Kills, the new Halloween movie and the new Halloween trilogy, sequel to Halloween 2018, starring who's in this movie? Good heavens, I don't remember who's in this movie. Jesus, what's her name? Lori Strode. What's her name again? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, some took my tongue. Jamie Lee Curtis. She's in this, and some other actors who names I don't know because I'm terrible at remembering names. Michael Anthony. Oh, Michael Anthony Hall is in, is in this one. He plays Tommy Doyle. But yes, that's not what we're talking about. We're trying to talk about Halloween Kills as a movie. So. And this one, this one starts out, it starts out in a flashback in 1978, where this movie, but if you, if you, oh, sorry, if you didn't know, people didn't know, this, these new sequels take place directly after the night from 1978, Haddonfield, Illinois, from the, it's a direct sequel to the first Halloween movie. So in this canon, in this timeline, Halloween 2 doesn't happen. So him going to the hospital and fucking up everybody in the hospital to get to get Lori because he's his sister. None of that happens in this in this timeline. None of this exists. So on that night, at the night, Loomis shot him off the cliff. They catch him and they arrest him. And this one, this no, it's a direct sequel to 2018 one. This one takes place the same night. The same night of. First one, Halloween. This one takes a lot of stuff happens in one night in Haddonfield. Good lord, this man Michael has ter- is terrorizing this town for forty some years. Good guy. At this at this point, you just move out the city. At this point, just move out the city. Well, maybe people just you know just ain't expecting you know, a sixty year old killer to come through with the strength of twenty gorillas to just come through and, and knife you up like that. Who expects that? But yes, um, this. Battery, battery, battery review. So, in this one, in Halloween Kills, the story isn't as strong as the as the 2018 one or some of the other Halloween movies. And I know you're thinking horror. I mean, sto- <laughs> story and a slasher. Come on, who cares? We want to see some kills, and I understand that's a good point. But Halloween, as one of the out of all the slasher franchises that's out there, I say it with Scream, Halloween has a pretty good narrative. They have pretty good characters that you care about. You want to see defeated. You you care about Laurie Stroll. You you care about her family. You care about her daughters, her granddaughters, her daughter, granddaughter, and the Stroll family. You want you want to see them survive the terror that is Michael. And you care about everybody in the movie, in the series. A lot of the heroes, 
are kind of let's say sympathetic figures, sympathetic figures, but they're characters who have actual character, and you want to see them succeed and defeat Michael. Since Halloween as a series, not every one of them, because five and six in Resurrection is they're they're god awful from narrative, and as horror movies, they're god awful. Nobody cares about them. But Halloween one and two. And even four and H2O are good horror movies as well as good stories with a pretty good narrative to make you want to see the characters survive. In my opinion, that's that's a mark of a good slasher. Yeah, you want you just want to see people get cut up and just you no know, thrown and just killed, but you also you want to you you just want to see people you want to see characters being written pretty well. And you want to see them survive. Excuse me. You want to see them defeat and overcome the terror that is the villain, and that's one that's outside of like that's one of the problems with Jason movies. Outside of let's say part six and four, the Friday team movies don't have strong neg- narratives. They're just all they're all cliche movies. And Jason comes in, chop chops, one person survives. Next movie. But part six has a pretty good narrative. You see, I'm not talking about Hot Friday. I'm getting off track. I'm getting off track. I'm getting off track. Back to Halloween Kills. So, like I said, movie is weak from a narrative standpoint. It's just so chaotic and it's all over the place. Characters do stupid, do stupid shit in this movie. They're like people. They're going out to find Michael, and they're they're not in a team. They all splitting up, and they're like, "Fam, just stay together and fight this dude." You're, you're like, oh, "It's terrible." It's just in a movie. You know how in every horror movie, in slasher, there's a main character. Like you can even in some of the most bleak horror movies where everybody just suffers, you can tell that's the character we're following, and that's the person we want to see make it whether they do or not but in Halloween Kills there is no main character you can say oh the main character is Laurie she's in the hospital bed for the entire movie well you can say it's her granddaughter she's not in the movie for that long she's maybe I'd say maybe 20 minutes total screen time maybe less you can see oh uh, Laurie's daughter Karen name Karen well you say maybe it's Karen is the main character since she is the daughter of Laurie Strode, she's not the main character either. She's also barely in the movie. She's in the hospital most of the time. And I'm telling you, see her outside the hospital is like literally at the end of the movie. There's well, then you think, well, maybe it's Tommy Doyle who comes back and wants to defeat Michael for, for scarring him when he was a kid. He's not really the main character either because it keep the movie follows so many characters. I can honestly, I can say the main character in the movie is Michael because you follow every scene. He's pretty much in every scene, and you just watch this man just go from one end of one end of Haddonfield to another end of Haddonfield, putting up numbers like Prime Will Chamberlain. Speaking of numbers, good God, Michael, he kills at least forty people in this movie, at least forty. 50. He, he racking numbers. He coming for Jason. He saw Jason had almost 200 kills. He like, nah, bro. I want your, I want your record. I want, I want what you got. I'm coming for it. And this man, Michael, is putting up, has put up prime Will Chamberlain type numbers. He dropped 100 points 
46 rebounds, 18 assists, 20 blocks. He, he going off in this movie. It's, it's also in the movie, speaking of kills, it's hilarious. He, the kills are good and hilarious. Like, what movie come, who came out a month ago? We all seen it. We all seen a clip of the lady shooting at him. He just kicks the door of the gun and she shoots herself in the face. Hilarious. This this man Michael has a sense of humor. It didn't weigh like he's he's essentially still a six year old boy in a grown man body with the strength of five gorillas. So he so just like in the first Halloween movie, after he killed somebody, he let the prop prop him up. Just like he did in the first one, like in this one scene, he till, kill he kills the two gay dudes, and then he just he there's this photo of them together on like a vacation, and he props their bodies up, posing like the photo, and then he has the people, he kills these other people, and put put masks on them and put them on like a merry-go-round and just spins it. He this man Michael has a sense of humor. He's hilarious, and this movie. It knows that. It knows. We here. We want to see Michael, and we want to see Michael and Lori duel. But they're saving that one for Halloween Ends, which is will be the last movie in the trilogy until they re- reboot the series again in about 15, 20 years. By that time, who knows? Jamie Lee Curtis is gonna be way too old to come back to play Lori. They're gonna get a new Lori. They're gonna get probably they're gonna get Lori's. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis' daughter, her son, if she has, does she have children? She probably does. She get one of them to play Lori. Or maybe they get, I don't know. Off topic, off topic, but yes. Uh, you know what? We're going to, whoop, whoop. Sorry, okay. It's moving up from my, it's on Peacock. If you haven't seen it, we're going to go, let's go into spoiler territory. So we'll put a transition here. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, uh, Mute this for about a good five minutes. All right. You still here? Bet. Let's get into spoilers. So, when I say Michael puts up 40 bodies, a lot of people, he kills a lot of people. He does. Like, So, in the end of the, the end scene, the, the pretty much the entire time, they got him trapped. They surrounded him. And they all beating him. They beat him with bats. One dude shoot. One dude shoots Michael six times. He unloads the clip in this man, in this man's body. He's down. He he can't do nothing. He can't move. The entire time just beating him with bats and whatever they got. They just going in on his head. They're like, uh, take this. Take they beating this nigga's ass. They own him. And then Lori Dark Karen, she grabs his knife. And stabs him in the back and walks away. As she goes, walks away, she goes to check on her daughter. They're embracing. They're still talking. Lori's doing like an overview. She's in the hospital talking to, to um Officer Hawkins, who survived from the last movie. They're talking, and it's like an overview. And there are people walking up to Michael, trying to see if he's really done. And her voice keeps going. It's like some blah, blah blah. He's the devil. Michael awakens. He grabs a knife out his back and just starts slicing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this man is a supervillain. He he can't be stopped. He like chops one dude in half, pretty much. He he just just he oh he John he turned he turned he legit turned into John Wick at the end of this movie. He may have been shot forty times, been stabbed in the back. He took the knife out. 
20 people surround him now, all with weapons, attacking him. He just blocking, deflecting, like like he goddamn a Jedi master. He's blocking, deflecting, he parrying. He just I'm just taking him down one by one with ease. And then he kills Tommy Doyle, the kid from the first movie. You're like, yo, Tom, damn, like, damn, Tommy, you went out like this after you talking about Evil Dice Night the entire movie, and you just get clapped up like that? Sad stuff. And then even here's the sad part. My girl, he got my caught my girl Karen slipping. She she went inside the, the Myers house. Basically, the entire movie, Michael's trying to get back home. They established Michael. He's not actually after Lori. He just wants to go home. And Lori's daughter, Karen, just happens to be in the window. He always stared out when he was a kid. And she just catches the word. She gets sliced up, cut up. It's, it's like, damn, she almost made it. But she didn't. <laughs> and it's wild. You, 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 I would say watch the movie to see Michael kill people. Just for that, just watch me for the kills. They're made. They're, they're great. They're amazing, and really gory this time. And just one, Jesus Christ, it's really gory. Like one, this one scene when goddamn Karen, not Karen, Allison's like um, boyfriend. He gets his ass beat. Good God, Karen. Oh, good Jesus Christ, I feel bad for that man. That man got stabbed forty times. Got stabbed in the dick. Then got his neck impaled through some stairs. And then he, not, man was still alive. God damn, Michael twisted his head all the way around. I'm like, damn, Michael, you gotta do all that now. It's in, it's the same. I'll put my boy Cam. He got it out of everybody in this movie. He got it the worst. Like he he got it the absolute worst out of everybody. But yeah, uh, that's the movie. Uh, like I said before, uh, the narrative is weak, so you're not really invested. That much into the story, like uh, which wins more, Michael. You want to see Michael in this one? The kills are great, Michael Prime MVP type numbers, Giannis game six type numbers, LeBron game six against the Boston Celtics type numbers. It's insane. This man put up bodies, and hopefully, Halloween Halloween ends. The story is way stronger. Now we have a legit reason for the. For the Laurie Michael showdown that this movie's been hinting at, we finally get it, and hopefully the next one's way more better. Because I think the first, I think twenty T one is a really good movie. Halloween, um, this one, Halloween Killer, kind of takes us a, a, a steep down a little. It's not as good, but it's still enjoyable. So I, I, I give it, I give it a, I give it a high rental, low matinee. Basically, about two and a half. Two and a half stars, three stars, about five, five, five and a half out of ten. It's not a bad movie. You, you, you. After you see it, you won't be, you won't regret seeing it. It's not one of those horror movies like, oh, why did I see this? You will. It has points where just nothing happens. You get kind of bored, but Michael shows up again. You're like, oh snap, and it goes on from there. But yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of Rotten Reviews, and I hope you have a great night and peace.